This is a HeadGum Podcast. I have a concessions mentor. Um, do you have a lighter? Does somebody have a lighter? Yeah, I do have a lighter. Lighter, hardly even... Never mind. No, I don't. Yeah, it's not in my person anymore. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, Mike, welcome back. Thank you. And also, what the hey? Hold on a minute. In Mike. studio today we have Sarah Jessica Parker. Mike, why didn't you tell me Chelsea was going to be on the show today? I'll tell you what. First time appearance for Chelsea. I wouldn't have worn my brand new boots. If I had known Chelsea was going to be here. I don't understand what one has to do with you. She's getting a, she's known for stealing brand new boots. I'm a boot borrower. She's a BNB thief. Well, if she's a borrower, you got nothing to worry about. No, 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 no. She likes to say she's a borrower, but it's not a borrower. It's a taker. I like when um, chipmunks borrow in the yard. And they put them in their cheeks to borrow yeah. for a while. Welcome to yeah. the show. Um, Mike, I have something to talk about like right off the top of the bat, if I can. Is it about our Patreon? Yeah, it's not doing well. <laughs> we actually forgot to do one. We've made no um, money. <laughs> <laughs> so last night, I get a text from Mr. Owen Carter. Oh, I know drop. him. He's that guy who was quiet in the background. And all it was no, was... was <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know who Owen is. Um, so Owen texts me at like... 11 o'clock at night, and it's just a, a tweet from Jose Canseco. The famed baseball player. The famed baseball player turned boxer? Oh, yeah, is that right? I mean, he's there's photos of him boxing on he's his Twitter page. You could always learn how to punch, I've always said. You know? Do people, I guess that's true. Does that give you hope? It's never too late to learn how to punch. It's never too late. <laughs> that should be a shirt. You're talking yeah. about making punch? <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late to Hawaiian punch. <laughs> uh, those commercials were problematic, weren't they? How about Which, a nice Hawaiian, Hawaiian punch? punch? Why Hawaiian people can't punch? Well, it was like You're a, the one making it was bad. like a Hawaiian caricature. Yeah, who was white? I'm just trying Pure to find white. something Pure wrong white. with it so I can so I can work up the moms. On I Twitter. want. The internet to be outraged about the Hawaiian punch guy. <laughs> because that after that, Steve, after three weeks of that, everything will be better. Did he have a name? Let's find out. I would say probably, but I don't know it. Probably is a weird name. <laughs> and that's why you're here twice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Chelsea gets two times. <laughs> Hawaiian punch guy. Trademark. You guys want to know his name because I've got it right here, and it's pretty obvious. Do you want to try to what guess? Do you think, yeah, what do you think it is, Mike? We should be able... We're smart enough and witty enough. It's obvious. I think it's so. Hawaiian. Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say he's something like Aloha, the Hawaiian punch guy. That's pretty good. That's good. His name is... It's, it's going to be more disappointing than that. His name is Punchy. Oh. That's the most... Late 80s, early 90s mascot name I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. If I may, in 1934, three California men worked in a converted garage on a tropical tasting syrup for a line of ice cream toppings. One of those men was Jose Canseco. <laughs> 
under the Pacific Citrus and Owen Carter under the Pacific <laughs> Citrus Products Company, A.W. Leo Tom Yates and Ralph Harrison found a popular taste in Leo's Hawaiian Punch. The syrup was sold to restaurants, soda fountains, and ice cream manufacturers under the label. So they they worked at a citrus products Garage. company, and they converted. They worked on a tropical tasting syrup for a line of ice cream toppings. Mm -hmm. Huh. Do you think they had someone they reported to who's like, come back when it's tropical? (laughs) I want to feel like I'm on a motherfucking beach (laughs) when I take a sip of this. What is this, cherry? (laughs) You ever did cherry on a beach? Definitely not enough citrus in this cherry drink. (laughs) So on and so forth. Consumers realized that the syrup mixed with water made for a delicious drink. <laughs> However, they could not purchase it directly. In <laughs> delicious 19- drink was my favorite Harry Potter one. <laughs> <laughs> delicious drink! In 1946, investors, including Reuben P. Hughes, C. Mike, bought the, co- <laughs> <laughs> bought the company. Nothing better than that. <laughs> Nothing better than that. Like, we had some bet. Yeah. (laughs) Told you, idiot. Off the podcast. (laughs) We didn't talk about it. Bought the company and renamed it Pacific Hawaiian Products. So these guys are from California, and we're like, we're making this Hawaiian drink. Honestly forgot how this started. Um, Okay, so blah, 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 blah. In the 1950s... Hawaiian Punch, sales for Hawaiian Punch and related products took Pacific Hawaiian in the middle ranks of U.S. beverage companies. By 1955, Hawaiian Punch became a national brand. The Hawaiian Punch guy, Punchy, was created in 1961. He was drawn by artist Martin Mandeblatt of ad agency Atherton Privet. Dude, imagine, I want to write a movie about a guy who worked in who worked for an ad agency, but he was like a cartoonist. And he was like tasked with coming up with the spokes character for products. Okay. Like, like you know, uh, he's the one, he's the guy. You know what? It'd be funny if there was like the a- The genius behind Punchy the Punch Guy. How about this? It's like Anchorman, because you know, Anchorman is satire for when news was like a huge thing in the 70s. Right. So this could be like a comedy about the guy that's like- you know Tony the 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 you know, the rabbit. No, oh. it can't be Tony the tiger because it's like actual. You know, like I think t- I'm just not picking up on this because it's not a great idea. You know, Tim- I think the bit is long. Yeah, is yeah. what's happening. You know, Timmy the lion. Well, I created that guy, and it's just this guy who's like happy. He's like he sits on a throne of gold because he created like the tricks rabbit essentially. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just the that's the building block. Listen, man, no movie ideas are fully created in the uh, in when you, when you sit there and you just think of a name. A name. <laughs> no movie ideas are good. No movie ideas are good. Punchy's first television commercial was in 1962. He wore a striped shirt and a hat of grass, and he carried a glass <laughs> of Hawaiian punch. Skipping along, he approached an island tourist named Oaf or Opie, who wore a flower shirt and a hat. Tourist. Punchy asked Oaf, hey, how about a nice Hawaiian punch? Oaf responded with, sure. I don't see where this is going. Punchy, <laughs> oh, then either. punches Oaf in the face and skips away, leaving Oaf knocked on the ground. I oh, don't good understand. Bit. Good bit. Does he really? Do you want a Hawaiian oh, punch? And then he says, sure. And, and he then he punched him. him. Like, do you want a Hertz donut? Yeah, yeah. Same. And then what happens? And then you say yes, and then I punch you in the arm, and then I say, Hertz donut. Hertz donuts. 
and then I asked. Play the Sarah. Play the office music for a second when I looked at the camera, (laughs) and then you. And then what? They, when you're in the hospital, Sorry. the doctors like to, to say that. Hurts donut. Oh, wait. They, that's not the joke. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how much does it hurts donut? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, there's an article that says, breaking news, the Hawaiian punch guy has no hair and is wearing a hat. Okay, so Jose Canseco, <laughs> Owen tweeted, Owen sent me this tweet. Uh, I cannot wait to tell you what this tweet says. Are you ready? I hardly know her. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here's the tweet. Aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first we have to change our body composition, which we are not willing to do. We have tried with animals and it has failed. Jose Canseco. What kind of punctuation at the end of that statement? Literally zero, zero punctuation in the entire tweet. Weird. No commas, no periods. Because you would think that'd be a pretty airtight sentence grammatically correct. Usually when you read a tweet with with grammar in it, with like good grammar, Mm -hmm. you can tell someone's crazy. But if there's there's bad grammar, they're 100% not nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the opposite. Now, uh, oh. aliens, absolutely, it's the opposite. Oh. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dynamic band. I'll read it once more Did for everyone, he... just for the people in the back. Did he cite his sources? <laughs> Jose Canseco. Twitter <laughs> And I love how, like, everyone who's following Jose Canseco now are all these, like, Twitter comedy people because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make... And scientists. I'm gonna have a fun day with this one. I hopefully scientists. That's so funny when a bunch of comedians get on and make the same joke. It's wonderful. That's so cool. All right. Aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first we have to change our body composition, which we are not willing to do. We have tried with animals and it has failed. That sounds like a good reason to not be willing to do it. Okay, so that's the tweet Owen sent me. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? So I did my own digging. And Showing thread. Jose Canseco's Twitter feed is mostly stuff like, we need a bullet train from Vegas to Los Angeles and from Vegas to Arizona. Only. And... And from uh, we need a bullet train from my house to the store. Here's another tweet. Jose Canseco, 1986. Here's another tweet from Jose Canseco. Athletes are overpaid and police officers are underpaid. How is that happening? He's just got a lot of questions. He's political. That's a take. That's a good take. Jose Canseco, December 31st. Are we still in debt if we print our own money? Uh-oh. Oh, he doesn't know. Did anyone tell goes. him don't? Did anyone tell Jose Canseco that money was a social construct? Can Jose I Canseco. Buy his money? Do we need to send Elliot to Jose Canseco's house? Jose Canseco tweets on December 31st. Wow, he tweeted a lot that day. Our political structure is a total failure. Erase it and start over. I agree. Hell yeah. Thank you, Jose. Yeah. First thing you have to do is completely abolish taxes. Yeah, why Nice. Not? Haven't heard that one. You have to abolish taxes, and then how do the people... Don't worry about it. Okay, and then and then I don't build streets. And after that one, after that tweet, he tweeted, 
me for president. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. That's okay. The, that's the conclusion. Let's do it. So anyway, that's what his Twitter feed is like, and um, you should have to take a drug test if you tweet that much. <laughs> A day. If you tweet 10 times a day, you should have to take a drug test. So here's the deal. <laughs> I start going through his tweets because I'm like, when did this start to happen? <laughs> because usually when someone tweets out something like that, yeah, it, if it's not blatantly a joke or satire in some way, you got to see where everything started to go down. I could tell you as an old baseball fan exactly where it happened. Oh, you know? Yeah. There was a game in the 90s where Jose Canseco played in the outfield, and there was a ball that oh. went off of his head and over the fence. <laughs> so he got hit in the head with a home run. That's oh. where it started. Did he? He got hit in the head with a home he run? He caused a home run with his head. He missed it with his glove, and it hit him in the head, and it bounced over the fence. Who got the point for that? Not his team. Well, the run. So The other team. The run was the name of a player? <laughs> Run got the the point. run Wilkins. <laughs> um, okay, the so run James. <laughs> the run James. <sighs> oh fuck. Okay. Fine. So anyway, I start going through his Twitter feed because I'm like, all right, where did this guy lose his shit? It turns out maybe it was in 1994. Um, but you know, some of his stuff is not crazy, and then all of a sudden, you get a tweet like this: "If we colonize the moon, I should be president." This was all. Oh on yeah. Just, well, this, I mean, Chelsea was literally sense. saying that right before we. She yeah. was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get it now? She was saying that in the car on the way over here. See, Steve. Um, this is all on December thirty first, by the way. Christmas. I'm I'll just strong. read. His, I'll just read his string of tweets from starting that's from. That's uh, New Year's Eve, right? Starting from, if we colonize the moon, I should be president. I'm going to start reading all the tweets now. Here we go. They're short. Next tweet. You would not need borders if conditions in other countries were better. Oh. Good. Seventh, I think I read that on seventh a grade. You start <laughs> thinking a, that. I think a fortune cookie. Uh. <laughs> also, your lucky numbers are. The next tweet. You don't need a wall. You need Android robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, guys, from December 31st, silence until January 3rd. He was hungover. Which is here's <laughs> here's the January third tweet. Are you ready? Yeah. Invest in space travel. Yeah. Is this just Chelsea's <laughs> timeline? And then he says, as is soon as my handle? He says <laughs> Is that my handwriting? As soon as it's available, invest in space travel. Uh-huh. He's not wrong. That's actually pretty good advice. <gasps> He's on cameo. Oh, great. He tweeted, I am on Cameo if anyone wants a shout out. Oh, look who's a fan all of a sudden. Oh, my God. How uh, much do you think it not, costs? In a double whammy, yeah, I became much? a Jose Canseco fan <laughs> and a Cameo fan. Jose Cameo. Okay. Cox Communication is a lousy cameo. company. No. Say no to Can Cox. Say, no. Okay. So, anyway, tweets. And then it starts to go into, like, golf stuff. Like, he's tweeting oh, out, like, boring. cool golf clubs Love and stuff. Love Callaway. And he's like, wow, look at this golf club. That's cool. And then. What kind of music do they play and, at golf clubs? And then. <laughs> and then. Do they only serve Arnold Palmer's? And iced tea. Uh, a 50-50. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, After golf. tweeting. Until January third, from January third to January thirtieth, about random shit like golf clubs and shit. Weirdo. Out of nowhere, on January thirtieth, Jose Canseco tweets, 
We are in communication with aliens with a very flexible body composition called the AL51. This is a good, like, honest to God, did he cited sources? Because it's yeah. like, what did you read 10 minutes ago? I mean, I 100% believe everything he said, but. I also want to know a couple books. Yeah. Let's see if we can. Who get else? Them. Just point, point out one other person. Does he have a club? I want to play some like cool like space. This is somebody uh, fucking on a, a Rhodes Fender Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> and left a game in the office. <laughs> the game of office. Let me see. This isn't gonna be sci-fi, but I'm gonna play it anyway. I think Joe did it with the ballpoint pen in the writer's room. Now, this is our ad music. Let's not use that. Oh, you know what I'll do? What do you think? Uh, what's the type of music I'm thinking of where it's like New Age? Enya? Like Thompson Twins? I'm going to type in New Age, you <laughs> should, you royalty should on, free. You should put on hot gossip, Starship. Okay, here we go. Royalty free fantasy it's New Age spiritual. <laughs> here we go. No, that was a cat playing piano. Do you have the Unsolved Mysteries music? <laughs> Is that royalty? <laughs> Dude, I wi- that's exactly what I'm looking for. All right, here we go. Here we go. How about this? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Guys, Thank ready? So ready? Okay, I'm going to continue on. I'm going to read that one again. All right. Can turn it up? I'm going to read that one again. Okay, here we go. Is there a robot bee in this one? Shh, shh, shh. Jose Canseco, January 30th. We are in communication with aliens with a very flexible body composition called the AL51. Have you Googled that? A simple Google search would give us all the answers we need. Let's find out. AL. Google's just what they want you to know. Is it it just jellyfish? Because they look like aliens and they're squishy. What kind of body composition is jellyfish? (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) Okay, here's what it says about AL. Did he mean ALF, like ALF? 5-1. My grandpa is ALF. This is what it says about AL 5-1. In 1934, three California men worked in a converted garage on a tropical tasting syrup for a line of ice cream toppings. It's all connected. (laughs) Somebody's going to believe this video for the rest of their life. Um, I'm not seeing... Let's see. Jose Canseco... Let's see, composi- a body composition. So let's type in body composition AL51. That's my favorite photography book of news. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my favorite color of tile. It's my favorite Madonna. And we have a song. <laughs> we have a red oak number 35 here, and we also have body composition AL51. Oh, that's good for the hall and the vestibule. Absolutely. You walk in and your flimpy will be charged. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Google seeing... how to charge your flimpy. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'll, to Jose Canseco's credit, I'm not seeing anything on Google. And that checks out because the reptilians wouldn't put a, anything about that on the... I thought you were going to say, and that checks out because mm, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
crazy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Here, th- there's more. Look up the video of the home run bouncing off his head. After okay, that. so after the AL51 tweet, he then tweets, These aliens are going to teach us how to try and travel. The brain can physically travel without the body. That's a couple sentences. That's imagination. And then thinking of thinking. (laughs) And then he and then he says, Aliens have been trying to teach us how to time travel, but first we have to change our body composition, which we are not willing to do. We have tried with animals and it has failed. Then he says, Time travel puts write this down, Mike, forty (laughs) two thousand six hundred and fifty one pounds of pressure on a human skeletal structure. Now one more time I'm gonna read that sentence out loud. Mm -hmm. Time travel, of course, puts four forty two thousand 651 pounds of pressure on a human skeletal structure. Where is he? Where did this data come from? A psychotic You're the one with the computer. Where did this fucking data come from? Where did this data come from? Okay. How much is he on Cameo? I'm not done with the tweets yet. Well, then we'll I find out about not, Cameo. But, but that's more. Questions. Yeah, yeah. Why okay, not just ask these questions? I would love to be done with listen. reading the tweets. <laughs> listen, <laughs> this is it. Move. This is his final. This is the tweet. Yeah. This is the last tweet. This is all from last night. Can you read it five times? Yeah, I will actually because it's great. The music it's really times? good. Listen to me. <laughs> Jose Canseco tweeted Our science is totally irrelevant to aliens. They can't read our science. Stop science. <laughs> I saw the science. One way side. Science of the lambs. <laughs> That's really good. That's good. I know. Enjoy the science. The Depeche Mode song. The sound of science. The sound of science is good. I was going to say, um, Signs. And then what about the tweets? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on, hang on now. It's a twist, you guys. Cameo. I'm looking on Cameo. Jose Canseco. You ready? Yeah. Book a cameo from Jose Canseco. <laughs> it's got a photo of him from like 1970. Well, that's when he was still alright. Five. Twelve. And he looks like well, he when was he like in his prime? How old was he in his the prime? The '90s. He was like a really, really good baseball player. The and '90s. He, he did a lot of steroids. Oh, he doesn't look like a '90s guy here, but okay. He had a mullet for a long time. All right, former MLB player, six-time All-Star baseball player, and Jose scientist. Canseco, one hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, aspiring spaceman. One hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. How much do you, you have get on you right now? Some answers. Wait. Well. Wow. Maybe I that's mean, how we get answers then. But Dude, simply this by is asking the source. The most fucking genius cameo pitch you ever. You know what? He's got some bills to pay. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, if we were to really get into this and start to cameo him and You'd ask him murdered. this thing. No, I mean, it was just, it would literally not be because it would <gasps> be like. we've already asked him. It would be like poking fun at someone who's not well. Time travel. Yeah, but we would also be giving that person 150 bucks. If you. But yeah, enabling them. And maybe causing them to go even in a further spiral into this like but weird were, time travel alien stuff. You don't think any of what he said is possibly true? You don't I mean, think it's... At, at this point, yes, I do think it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point in my life, I think it's true. But answer, riddle me this. Okay, Is Batman. it not really expensive to get to space? 
It is very expensive to get to space. Wouldn't a person in a situation like that need to charge $150 per cameo? So that he yeah. can save up to go to space? What do you think he wants to go to space for? How much for? is the helmet alone, do you think? He's got to be moon he president. He wants to be moon president, yeah. First moon president. So he's got the to first start. male. This is all his campaign. Life. What if all of a sudden we started to hear news reports about Jose Canseco like traveling to the moon and and like setting up like press conferences on the moon where he's like, "I will clean up the caves and the canyons of the moon." <laughs> there. Did you know there really is a lot of trash on the moon, like Earth trash? Hell yeah. Because we just, whenever we land on the moon, we just leave a bunch of fucking garbage That's where all the pogs are at. Jose Canseco's first campaign promise is that he'll clean up all of the Earth's trash. Yeah, I'll pick up Buzz Buzz Aldrin's shit bag on the moon. (laughs) Yeah, his bag's of shit. When you build a house on the moon, and this is... Which is my favorite Sesame Street bit. About your, (laughs) out of your experience, does it just lift on up? And float away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a here's an example of a Jose Canseco. Can we ask Jose that? cameo? They, <laughs> Wait, he actually. Can we ask Mr. Canseco? We have Jose Canseco's example cameos here. Are you ready? Here's one of them. Oh boy. Hey guys, this is Jose Canseco, and I played 17 years in the major leagues. I'm on cameo now. That's how you can reach me. All questions will be answered. Thank you. All questions will be answered. There it is. There's the answer to your first question. Is this in? Hey, what's up, Carlos? This is Jose Canseco, and I want to wish you a happy new year and great luck in the future. Take care. In the future. Hundred and fifty bucks. A <laughs> hundred and fifty bucks for that. <laughs> hey, man! Happy New Year. Take care. Hope you're well. <laughs> Bye, buddy. How do you know some weird fan didn't have him tweet that? Because that's their theory. Jeff, Will, Sean, and Phil. Hi. This is Jose Canseco. You wish you could hit bombs like Frank and I. But Sally, you can't. Good Sally. thing you guys are good friends and you can celebrate another year knowing each other. Otherwise, your swings are weak. Happy New Year's 2019. Hey, buddy, this was Jose Canseco. 1986 Trick of the Year, 19 MVP. He's holding a baseball bat. I like how he only says half of all of his words. Uh-huh. Mr. Forty Forty cool. To Bradley Dak, you are an athlete on my level. Keep killing it at the Blackburn Rovers and scoring those goals, man. Love for me and your friends at New York Rovers. Take care, buddy. Dude, I am putting so much more effort. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Into these cameos. These cameos are not... I mean, look, more power to you, Mr. Conseco, if you're making money off of this thing. Yeah. I would love to have a chat with you about maybe... Body types. Can I say one thing just based on... The cameos that we've heard from Jose Canseco. Sure. It's a little plug for me, and I'm sorry to be selfish. Of course. My cameos, <laughs> in comparison We're to wasting these. Chelsea, Chelsea's time. Are, <laughs> <laughs> are worth at least $15,000, and I'm giving to you for 10 bucks. Wow. I'm just saying, if that's worth $150, my cameos are at least worth $15,000. Wow. Okay. Cause yeah, you're giving like advice and stuff, right? Like you're doing things like that. I'm doing a lot more than reading what someone asked someone in an email. Wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, well, so, so job, anyway, Mike. so now I, I have $15,000. Um, so I started to go down the rabbit hole of Jose, Jose Canseco tweets after all of that. And, uh, people, I want to see who's talking about it. 
and not very many people are actually talking about it. Can Neil I make a guess? But apparently, who's talking about it? <laughs> but check this out. This is the best thing. Someone discovered this. Someone's talking about it too much. Someone, <laughs> someone discovered this amazing. It's going viral right here. Listen to me. Somebody on the Twitters We're found to you. a tweet. A bit viral right now. Listen to this, guys. On ele- at eleven twenty-two a.m. on eight thirteen two thousand twelve. Significant. Guys, 2012, listen to me. 2012, Jose Canseco tweeted, yes, time travel is possible. We'll explain later. (laughs) (laughs) And then never tweeted about it again until yesterday. Hey, guys, just got back. (laughs) I don't think that's how time travel Yeah, yeah, yeah. I accidentally went two days ago. I had to figure it out. I've been gone since that tweet maybe he wrote that tweet yesterday for you it seems like <laughs> years but for me it was years <laughs> steve do you know another reason that that tweet could have happened the which one the time travel just one? like the time travel ones what he, he forgot <laughs> and then he remembered hey guys time travel is possible we'll explain yesterday <laughs> <laughs> dude that's your tweet We'll explain dot 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 yesterday <laughs> question mark. I wonder how that'll do. Does my phone have any battery left? I'll tweet it for you from my account and say you tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I just thought that was bonkers. And Mike, I figured you'd know a little something about Jose Canseco. And I sure did. Um do you remember you... that part? <laughs> yeah. Are the you thing is the Yeah, it made me want to get hit in the head with a home run bat. The thing is is like I want it to be real. Yeah. I I want him to be right and I want him to somehow have information that no one else has. Yeah. A lot Why of people he? voted like that. I just <laughs> Yeah, they really did. <laughs> I would just love so much for this to be suddenly just something bizarre is real and good. Suddenly something bizarre is real? And good. Suddenly, Susan, something bizarre is real. Something bizarre is real and good. Like a good bizarre thing. Not like how everything's gone to shit. You don't know, though, that um, this would be good. Yeah. It could be only terrifying. I'll tell you why I think it could be good. I think it's time for the human race to take a seat. You hmm. want us all dead? I mean, I don't want the, everybody like, dead. I want to die, and I don't want to miss anyone, so I want everybody else to die, too. I'm just saying that, like... I don't want to miss out on any cool parties on, when I'm gone. If he has to die, we all <laughs> Everyone should. On this current trajectory, I feel like we're absolutely destroying this planet. Like, we actually just are. Yeah. And every decision made from, like, years and years and years ago has already, like, done irreparable damage mm-hmm. to to the earth. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah, aliens, come take care of this shit. Steve, did you cite your Hey, aliens, come here and clean up your trash. Yeah, Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, 1998. I've been talking to him Four. since last week. <laughs> um, he tweeted this from 1998 yesterday. <laughs> All right, well, anyway. This is a parenthesis here. Let's do... Uh, today. Let's do some sponsors here really quick. Let's, Great. Let's, uh, let's get to work. Guys, I want to thank HelloFresh. HelloFresh. New new sponsor on the cast. We got a new spawn on the cast. The podcast. 
Mama Cast. What is HelloFresh? I'll tell you what it was for me. A welcome surprise at my door. <laughs> is that in the copy or did you feel that? I felt it, dude. Oh, that's great. This is straight from the heart. Yeah. I opened that box up and I found nothing but delicious, amazing, like quality stuff. Hell yeah. Now, what is it? Well, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you just cook, eat, and enjoy. Guys, it's a new year. Did you know it? Heard of it? You got goals this year. Hopefully you do, and if you don't, you get in those goals. Achieving your 2019 goals is as easy as enjoying delicious home-cooked meals with HelloFresh. You know, the Jose Canseco just achieved his <laughs> 3019 cer- goals. He certainly did. <laughs> his 3019 goals. Maybe he knows. Maybe he time-traveled and he knows stuff we don't know, and he's sharing it with us. He time-traveled just so he could complete all of his New Year's resolutions. <laughs> HelloFresh does all the planning, shopping, and prepping so you can focus on enjoying the new year in a healthier you. Get seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week so you can enjoy cooking and sticking to your goals. Your 3019 goals. Cooking at home is enjoyable and easy with HelloFresh. There's fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six-step pictured recipe cards, which I really liked. They're like these big, like colorful, mm-hmm. easy to follow mm-hmm. cards mm-hmm. that just come with every meal. And that's mm-hmm. it was really nice. I liked that a lot. I and would point to how I wanted the ingredients to be. Yeah, and, and it would I, just happen. And it would just happen. Yeah. Uh go ahead. I was trying to kill time in between your set. All meals come together in just 30 minutes, max. Call for less than two uh, pots and pans and require- That's only, that, it's very important that that's only if you're not an idiot. Right. Because it took me a little bit longer, but- Right. <laughs> as we all know. But yeah, we're not a cook, I'm not a cooking boy and neither are you no, really. No, no, no. And I, you know, got a touch of the idiot. Right. Um. So guys- it also requires minimal cleanup, and you can make family dinners fuss-free with HelloFresh's picky eater, kid-tested and approved family plan recipes, and there are three plans to choose from. Classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between uh, for when your tastes change. Enjoy fun menu features with HelloFresh's dinner to lunch, 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders, among more. I like one-pot wonders. Every joke I want to make is going to get our sponsorship taken away. So get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. I made meatloaf, man. I made meatloaf. Oh, yeah. And then chicken on rice. How was and the, the meatloaf? sauce was... Tell me about the meatloaf, because I got the meatloaf, I, too, and I haven't cooked You know what? Yet. A testament to this, I fucked up the meatloaf bad, Uh-oh. and it was still good. Oh, shit, really? Think about how good the ingredients have to be for that to happen. Guys, if you want to maybe fuck up real bad but still taste very good like Mike, why don't you take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019? You get $80 off your first month. That's $80.80 for your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash banter. Let me make sure that's correct really quick. While we play, the, while we watch the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> watch three Ninja Turtles kick back. <laughs> banter eighty. That's right. HelloFresh.com/slash/banter eighty eight zero. 
and use that promo code BANTER80. It's the same thing. Guys, get that $80 off your first month. It's like receiving eight meals for free or $20 off your first four boxes. How about that? All right, guys, so check out HelloFresh. Delicious stuff. Thank you. Thank you to HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh, for feeding me this week and making me feel a sense of accomplishment. This is a cool song, but I have to change it. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Guys, quick, 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 shout out to Squarespace. Erp, erp, erp. Oh, that was loud. That was so loud. That was loud. I didn't like it. I think we should do less of that. Guys, you know we love Squarespace. You know it. <laughs> They're one of our longest running sponsors. We love them so much. We use them. Mike uses them. Yeah, all the time. It's so easy. I talk to people all the time that are always like, someone will ask, how do I set up a website? Have you done it before? And and without fail, someone mentions Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, I use Squarespace. It's easy. It's great. It's just it just. You guys know we don't have to go on and on about Squarespace. We don't have to. You've all been to MikeFalzone.com. That's right. That's where you can find out where he's performing next, where you can yell at him the whole show. He loves it. <laughs> Feel Give free. me your money first, and then come do whatever you want yeah. until I kick you out. Say whatever you want out loud, as loud as you want. Mike loves it. <laughs> Guys, just really quick, I'll give you a rundown on what you can do with Squarespace. You're going to get a bunch of people punched. You can create a beautiful website with Squarespace. Turn your cool idea into a website. You can showcase your work, blog or publish content. And it does it all for you guys with those beautiful templates, powerful e-commerce so that you can sell anything online, the ability to customize the look and feel, new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, analytics, built-in search engine, free and secure hosting, nothing to patch or upgrade ever, and... The 24-7 award-winning customer Customer support. Support. Guys, make it yourself easily. Create a website by yourself. Make it stand out. And you can stand out with a beautiful website by going to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use that offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash banter. And I want to thank you, Squarespace. And last, but absolutely not least in the slightest, want to thank Me Undies. Oh my sweet goodness! Me Undies is the only product that I fully trust around my precious jewels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Favorite rap group. Sorry, I think the Nintendo needs to be reset. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love Me Undies. Mike loves Me Undies. Yeah. If Zoya. you if you've never felt the absolute comfort, hug, cloud kiss. It's like God's holding you up. It's like God's well-lotioned hands. It's perfectly soft. Lotion that you can only get in heaven. God's baby hands. <laughs> baby skin hands. He doesn't have tiny hands. He's got, his skin has, his hands have baby skin. Baby like skin gloves. hands. Oh, kid gloves? He's, God's wearing, <laughs> it's like God's got his kid gloves on and he's held in you. He's handling his kids with kid gloves. You're going to have a God hand on you when you put on me undies. We should start this one over probably. Guys, let me let me talk about why me undies is just the best underwear on the planet. Well, they use the coveted micromodal fabric, which is, mm, I don't know, three times softer than cotton. 
this fabric genuinely feels like actual heaven against your skin like you've been like you got a little like your like your butt is in heaven <laughs> only your your, your butt, butt got sent to heaven your butt and your genitals got sent to heaven and you're every day there <laughs> when you're wearing me undies and guys Let's talk about Valentine's Day gifting because Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And how about this? Rather than spending all that money going out to a fancy restaurant, why not just hang out in your underwear all night courtesy of MeUndies? Don't buy chocolate. Chocolate will kill you. Chocolate yes. will kill you. But Un underwear will be with you until your butt goes to heaven. Underwear might even go into the box with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to wear underpants when you're on your last day. Wow, that was a room-shaking thunder. Heavens to Betsy. Wow, we're all going to die here in California, but I'm going to be wearing my me undies and I'll be the most comfortable corpse on the planet. Hell yeah. And speaking of prints, this Valentine's Day season, <laughs> me undies is releasing a new print every Tuesday. Well, they just have like wonderful prints, like they have Star Wars and dogs and cheese and pizza and everything like, just like really cool designs and so they've got their valentine's day designs coming out that means you and your loved one can chill in matching prints for valentine's day and play the game of how long can we keep these on <laughs> but why stop at undies this year me undies is launching their valentine's day prints in lounge pants and onesies as well both are made from the same micromodal fabric as their undies just imagine a onesie made out of this material mike I'm talking your whole body is held by a cast of love and kisses. So why don't you go to MeUndies.com. Well, actually, for first-time purchasers, if you have not jumped on the MeUndies train, this is the perfect opportunity. When you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's no-brainer, guys. 15% off a pair of the most comfortable underwear you will ever put on. That's right. So go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Thank you so much, MeUndies. Chelsea, you want to see my impression of a seal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you like that? Mm-hmm. That was good. Thank you. Been working on my acting. Acted like a seal. All right. That'll about do it. That, that'll do it for that. What did I texted you two thoughts? What were the two thoughts? Let me take a look here. Just do these real quick and then see what else Chelsea has to say and then do history robe. Mike Falzone texted me two thoughts here that he wrote down in his notes this morning. And one of the notes is anyone wearing a parka with the hood up in 71 degree weather would not survive in 85% of the country. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. 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 I, I wonder how much of it is like, you know, insecurity or something or like covering up burns when they wear those hoods or, you know, awful, almost like attack scars. I have to just say one thing before I continue this conversation. Are you on board with any of what he just said? I'm a little bit lost. OK, maybe they are wearing their hood because their haircut not good. Hang on. <laughs> You're wearing a hood right now. Do you have some severe burns you want to tell us about? Yes, and a haircut not good. Well, yeah, but <laughs> and I'm trying to man space to be keep running out in her dodge. <laughs> My second uh, point here that he wrote down is, what if you tried to rent an office space out as an eight bed one bath apartment? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Do you guys have wow, any opinions that's on really either funny. of those? Because like there's an there's a uh, <laughs> an office for lease across the street, but it's real bad. 
And no one's probably going to take it because it looks terrible from the outside. Mm. So why not just rent it as a squatter spot? (laughs) We got a toilet. We got one toilet. (coughs) Sleep, eight bed, no living room. Apartment complex. I th- I I truly think that's hilarious. Tiny I think that's a great. I think that's a hilarious bit, and I 100% am behind the bit. Thank you so much. I'll let you know what it becomes. Um, Chelsea, this mm. has become. This is probably the last time you'll be in the studio for a bit, because this was an this was only a second opportunity for you to be on the podcast in studio with us. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you feel like you need to do? Or is there anything you have prepared for us to show off for the cameras? Well, I, <laughs> I'm i always prepared to show off for the cameras. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Chelsea's on a website. You've I, got <laughs> I feel like I should carve my name into something. Is that, oh, no, don't is that do what you that. were asking? Yeah, that's... that's um, carve it into steam. So it's my yeah, name on the lease your here, and, and have to wear I don't think hood. I'll get that deposit back if you do that. So <laughs> let's not do that. Um, but uh, have you had a good time while you've been here on this trip? How's your trip to L.A. been? It's been nice seeing people. Yeah. They don't have them in Connecticut. We had an interesting... That's where re- I moved. We had a nice little yeah. reunion with some good pals yesterday at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, we went to Disneyland. Disneyland Empire? Yes. And I saw a lot of ducks. Yeah, there are quite <laughs> a few ducks. More ducks than I remembered, for sure. More ducks than I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, that I remember. Yeah, um, I counted. It sounds like you guys had a great time. We it did have a great time. three at a time, each time. We went on the Matterhorn together, which is a fun roller coaster ride, and we also went on the Indian Jones adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I thought was wonderful, except for that part where the end of the ride broke and we went down the drop which, in complete darkness. Which part... Which movie, which mummy movie was that one based off of? That's the mummy returns with the penguin. That's the mummy three, faster and more furious. This time Christopher Watkins in it. The mummy three, pig in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, did you guys eat turkey legs or no? No, no, I don't you know, eat, you Alana don't do wanted one. I don't one. eat legs. Alana, I don't eat legs. <laughs> not tree legs, not chickens. No, and I won't go back on that. Um, <laughs> I did it a lot. I, uh, I Alana can't. wanted one, but she was like, I can't finish it on my own. And I wasn't going to share a turkey. It's also leg. not very good. I ate a, a churro. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we had churros. That was nice. There, you, Did you know that those, I mean, this is... I don't know if this is maybe just a rumor. They look like sugary dicks. It's been yeah, that's this, why I this, like them. <laughs> this is one of those. This is one of those pieces of information that, like, remember the first time you heard that, like, Walt Disney's head is frozen under the Magic Kingdom or whatever. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was when I heard that. <laughs> Do you remember where you were when you first heard? <laughs> that where Walt- were you when you heard? <laughs> So, um, I but you remember like kind of believing it the first time you heard it because you're like, whoa, yeah, that's a cool thing. That but maybe really, is his true. head is floating above the table in the haunted mansion. <laughs> right, right, and he's speaking to us every time. Yeah, send us a message by ringing a bell. It's it's a tambourine, actually. <laughs> um, thanks to our musical guest. <laughs> Mike Falzone. Who's that, Paul Schaefer? 
Um, but anyway, the the one of the rumors is is that those giant turkey legs at Disneyland are emus. emus. Yeah, emu legs, and that Disney has an emu farm specifically to feed his patrons. But uh, but they're calling. But they can call them turkey legs, even though they are well, they emu legs. You can call them whatever you want. I don't think you can. No, you can. legally. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Anyone is capable. Uh, yeah, sure. I just don't think. <clears throat> I don't, that's the thing. It's like, how could they legally get away with calling it turkey legs if it's because you ma- like imagine walking. It's a Disneyland. completely different body type. Well, it's, it's that A one B three body type. <laughs> it's an expression. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were hungry and walking through Disneyland and you were looking at this cart of like f- good smelling food and it just said like emu leg. Emu leg. <laughs> like, is there any world where you're like, yeah, I want some emu leg? I think a lot of people would yeah. try it. Well, sure, but would you? I mean, I feel like it would be more of a novelty than something that would be like at a cart everywhere in the park. That you're you right, but I almost feel like if it was a Disneyland thing, I almost feel like exactly the same amount of people would have it. Because it's not like you're getting several of those. You might. Right? You right. Might. You think a lot of people get several? I think some people yeah. could, yeah. Huh. Um I think at, <laughs> also at um medieval as well as renaissance fairs, uh they do also have They those. do, yeah. Renaissance Times is my favorite restaurant. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Ren- Renaissance is what you're trying to say. That's uh. when they do the pole vault at each other, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Really old timey and, and with in, bright, bright lights and loud music. Full like armor, and they're <laughs> with a cloak that flies behind yeah. them. Yeah, so imagine it, the sounds. I, I think it's true. Then during a March 2017 interview with Conan O'Brien, Zachary Walt Disney said, <laughs> Zachary Levi. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Enlighten viewers to the Disneyland conspiracy. I have friends that have worked for Disneyland, and I was talking about how the turkey legs tasted more like ham than they did like turkey. Oh. And they said, well, they're actually emu. Who said so... that? So that explains why they taste like <laughs> ham then. <laughs> Emus are made of pig. And what are you reading, Jose Contego? So listen to this. In 2012, Robert Adams, executive <laughs> chef at Walt Disney's uh, Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World, added his two cents. He sprinkled some emu in there. Telling the Orlando Sentinel. I used to listen to emu music. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Follow I went through my emu my... phase. <laughs> yeah. He told the Orlando Sentinel, we hear that all the time. They're real turkeys. It's what they are. Well, oh, he's talking about like, the employees. You yeah, know? these guys They're are real, real turkeys. turkeys. Okay, so check this, this out. According to Snopes, the urban legend fact-checking site, the New York Times sought the opinion of turkey expert Keith M. Williams. Williams stated that Disneyland legs are harvested from male <laughs> turkeys rather than female turkeys, which are the ones we're used to seeing on the Thanksgiving table. So a lot of people don't even see male turkeys. And what a lot They're of people huge. don't know is that they are they look exactly like emus. And, and they have emus. human-sized legs. <laughs> wow, okay. Andrew Zimmern of the Travel Channel's Bizarre Foods fame said that turkey and emu taste completely different, therefore he can conclude that Disneyland is serving turkey. Leave it to Andrew what, Zimmern. What about the ham? Well, what I know it, it must just you know it must just be That's fancy. Name of my comedy special. <laughs> what, what about the pigs? ham? I think it's just um, ham flavored turkey. You've had that. Holy shit! Yeah, right. ham anyway. fried turkey. Um, this is Bent. So uh, Chelsea, is there anything you'd like to talk about? 
Great, let's do some history roads. I thought that whole last <laughs> thing was Chelsea's thing. The turkey leg? Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I want Chelsea to get full credit for the emu leg bit. No, it was Steve. <laughs> Mike, um, don't argue. I don't even remember what we talked about. No, no. <laughs> oh, I want to say thank you to 16 friends who said that I should be the third host. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, 16 friends was their Twitter handle? Yeah. No, that's that John Hughes It was Hughes just one movie. person. <laughs> <laughs> 16 friends. <laughs> that's that song. With Emilio Estevez. Um uh, you being a host on this, sh- an extra host on this show, um, is quite a fun extra. thought. Um, we've got. I already t- know Steve. We have too many hosts currently. Too many, and hosts? we're looking to replace one now. So, so. <laughs> uh-huh. about one too many. Um, yeah, we'll let you decide who's the one. Jose Canseco tweeted. Nineteen seventy-three. In nineteen seventy-eight, Don Canseco is <laughs> anyway, uh, Chelsea, uh, anything else that you'd like to talk about directly at all? Or oh, my God. Is this, or am I the one that has to... Anything you want to passively, aggressively say to anyone in your life? <laughs> Hang on, let me turn your mic up. <laughs> <laughs> When you were when I when I was making plans to thank you to <laughs> to come here, Steve. And I just, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. Sorry, it's a, there's a technical difficulty happening. <laughs> Steve promised to buy me a tattoo. Um, and, and he bo- reneged. And I booked it. <gasps> and I got it by myself. Oh, oh, oh Steve didn't come. couldn't make it that day. Yeah. I'm it, not done yet. I think there's I'm only one person yet. on vacation here. And then. <laughs> I have a booked, job every I day. I booked another tattoo for tomorrow. And Steve told me the timing is not going to be great for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> History. Um, I, uh, in it my, doesn't matter. Uh, in my defense, it, I think promise is an interesting word. Uh, we can look up what that means, and also, uh, I think we should I can look prove up I what never that means. Pro- I can prove I never promised a goddamn thing. And, uh, <laughs> and also, I'm sorry. Let history. me go ahead and just quit my job for you, and to so you can get a fucking tattoo. Thank you. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, stay in my house nine more nights. <laughs> while I fucking feed you. Can I talk about my shower experience? History. <laughs> History. Definitely go ahead and talk about your shower experience <laughs> in your free room. Um, guys, this history road comes from Emma Koskelenin, and it's called Damned Oyes. I got my 23 and Me back. I'm 75% Koskelenin. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how you defuse a friend fight. Oh, fuck. That's so funny. You guys were both late today. This was Chelsea's fault. Enough about my period, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But enough about my period. Okay, guys. Oye mates. Greetings from a snowy Porvu, Finland. Wow, from Finland. Dude, let's take dynamic banter to Finland. We're just going to (laughs) do Nashville and Finland. (laughs) 
worldwide. Yeah, the next black. show after Nashville is Finland. Hey, are there any 70-seat theaters in Finland? I think, can I just say, <laughs> if we ever, whenever we do East Coast shows, can we bring Chelsea on with us? Anytime. You want to come to Nashville? We have two shows in Nashville. Well, that's not the East Coast, but if she does want to come. Oh, no. That's just a few <laughs> hours away. Really? Do you want to come? Thank you. Yes, hello? How can I connect you? I'll cert- <laughs> if you I'll, if you do if you uh, be nice to to it'd be nice line? to have you. <laughs> You're one of my favorite people Thank you. in the world. All that right. being said, it's the perfect amount of time. What Emma s- <laughs> What these two shows and n- none ever again. Yes. This podcast oh. and then those two. Emma says I hope all is well wherever you are. Yes. This history road. <laughs> yes, you'll do the Nashville show. Oh, great! You should. W- could you really? When is it? You don't. You, you know what? We'll this talk history off. road. We'll talk offline. This history road had to be a mix of text and audio, so I could, in the best possible way, depict to you what I experienced this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little Hurry mo- the fuck up! It was a morning. Are <laughs> 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 you saying that to Emma or me? Yes. It was a morning like any other morning. I had just made some coffee and sat down to explore a book that could be useful for my task at hand. Boy, oh boy, was I surprised to have a dynamic bit in my head. Without the pleasure of hearing sweets, the sweet sounds of our beloved horn honk boys, Mike and Steve, play attached audio. Okay, here it goes. It's first cheap, always closed. If the most basic sign of awareness (laughs) in the human face is open eyes, then certainly the most basic sign of responsiveness is the blinking of those eyes. What is happening? Conveniently, closing the eyes (laughs) is a simple example to start with for shapes, and it also affords you a good opportunity to look at the issue of asymmetry and how to incorporate it into blender shape keys. So, you'll begin now by making Captain Bender <laughs> blink. Wait a minute. That, no, 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 no. Wait, so that can't be, is this the real person? Is. is this the real, this is the, that's the, is it a Finland? Read it, start it over. Start the text over. <laughs> Greetings from snowy Porvo, Finland. I hope all is well wherever you are. This history road has to be a mix of text and audio so I could, in the best possible way, depict to you what I was experiencing this morning. It was a morning like any other morning. I just made my coffee, sat down to explore a book that could be useful for my task at hand. Boy, oh boy, was I surprised to have a dynamic bit in my head without the pleasure of hearing the sweet sounds of our beloved horn honk boys, Mike and Steve, play attached audio. Okay, so this is something that he came up. This isn't like... She. She. Uh, Excuse me. This isn't like an <laughs> excerpt from the audio. This is something she came up with, I guess. Oh, yeah. thank good, dude. That was bizarro shit. I thought that that was like a here's a clip of what I heard. Oh today. man, sure yeah, that would be crazy. I still think that's very funny. Okay, here we go. But it was to create the shape keys, go into object mode and click add shape key in the shapes tab, as you did in the previous section. This creates the basis key. Click add shape key again and change the name of the new shape key from one to always close. <laughs> now enter edit mode. All right, this is too long, but it's hilarious. It's 10 minutes. Um, 
Thank you so much, Emma. Emma says all the best. Emma and the boyfriend doesn't know about this one yet because he's sleeping, but the death, wi- <laughs> the death whistle knows. The death whistle knows all right. Oh, no. Wow, what an accent. Is that your real accent, or are you just trying to do the weird accent I do? She was leaving a voicemail for somebody. <laughs> Sorry I called you a man. Thank you so much, Emma, for that email. Um, let's see. My, Ember Stapleton sends an email saying, thank you. Hello, Mike and Steve. My name is Ember Stapleton. That's I'm a, a good name. Yeah. Ember Stapleton? Yeah. I'm a young... Were you a goddamn... Marvel character I know, right? out of costume. Ember Stapleton becomes a superhero for sure. Ember Stapleton uh, sat behind Gwyneth Paltrow in Home Mac. Well, Ember is a young non-boy from Ohio. I want to. I want to thank you for making everything that you make. I have been a fan for a long time, <laughs> and you guys are always making me smile. My dad was recently diagnosed with cancer, and it has been really hard. Oh man. I'm currently a senior in high school, and I was planning on moving to Arizona for college, but I do not know if that is the best decision anymore. However, I wanted to thank you for making what you make. You guys distract me from my problems for a while, and I appreciate that. I don't have a history road because I'm not that funny, and I'm a little lazy non-boy. By the way, <laughs> little lazy non-boy is my favorite children's story about a woman who ends up homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I got. Thank you again, Ember. Oh, Ember. Thank you, Ember. Let me ask you this. Does saying your problems in a history road and hearing us read them count as distracting you from your problems? Yeah, that's a good question. Because now I feel like we're fucking you up. Mm. I think it's the more important part is that we're reading Ember's email that she wrote to us. Okay, well, great. Um, I hope that uh, that things get better regardless of what happens. Yeah. You come out stronger yeah. adult. And people don't stay lazy forever if they don't want to. We are sending a concentrated uh, burst of our comedy energy to you and your family during this difficult time. And hopefully your father uh, uh, can kick this thing and kick its ass. And uh, hit up us and give us your t-shirt size. Hit up me specifically <laughs> and give me your t-shirt size and I'll, I'll send you something. Yeah, Mike will make that happen. Thank you so much for listening. This uh, next History Road comes from Jacob Newton and he says, Cameo app. <laughs> In last week's episode, Steve kept putting down the Cameo app and making fun of it. I tend to agree with Steve on this one. Seems like a dumb app. Anywho, at the end of the episode when you were reading some History Roads, someone asked Steve to ask a girl to be his girlfriend on the podcast. That was a cameo. That person you should have paid you $5 for you to do that. Also, I'll put myself on Cameo, and you can pay me $1 to rate your podcast five stars. Anybody, any podcast, I'll rate it five stars for a dollar. Wow, this is the next guy that's that created Fire Festival. Do you think that's worth it? <laughs> a dollar I'm, I'm asking fi- him on Cameo. <laughs> I'll pay him a dollar to tell me that that's worth it. Um, okay, let's do this history road from Curtis Scott. A thank you, history road. Hi, Mike and Steve. I'm sending you this as a thank you for helping me through the ho- most heartbreaking, difficult, painful few months I've ever been through in my life. <coughs> oh, no. A few months back, my fiance canceled our wedding and <coughs> broke... <laughs> yeah, that's a nine horn honk. <laughs> and broke our engagement less than three weeks before we were supposed to get married. She had been for a long time now abusive towards me. Both- <coughs> 
both, yeah, definitely, both physically and emotionally, and isolated me from my family and friends. I truly thought she was the one. I think it's broken. The angry puppet. I truly thought she was the one. I have known her since grade nine, and I'm 23 now. Wow, this sounds a lot like my shit. This has been the hardest experience of my life, crying myself to sleep, being constantly depressed and down, and on more than one occasion, considering ending my own life. But you two, whether you knew it or not, Save my life more than once. Whenever the pain would become unbearable, that's not me honking it. I would put an episode <laughs> of dynamic banter and the laughter and joy every single episode fills me with. Help me for that hour to forget about it all and just laugh and be happy. Don't ever think that you what you guys do is meaningless, doesn't help people, or make a difference in the world because I, at the very least, know it made a very real one in mine. Every joke, horn honk, Silence that makes me check to see if the podcast is paused. That you two somehow turn into something actually entertaining and ridiculously a hilarious bit. Never fail to bring a smile to my face. And those smiles mean more to me now than ever. Please never stop doing what you do. I'm beyond grateful to you both and can never thank you enough. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Sincerely, Curtis. Curtis just saved me from quitting the podcast. (laughs) You can't quit now. No, cannot. Wow, Curtis. I am so sorry about these troubles. But um, again, you're 23. You're young person hell yeah and got a lot of life to live your life is just beginning and uh not that you asked for it but i will say um time time just time will fix a lot of this i promise you and just be strong and uh you know and and if you need help there's definitely places to uh to call and people to talk to and people available to talk to at any time to help you out if you're feeling uh, really down and, and uh, a little hopeless. Um, but just know that, um, you know, we appreciate you listening. We appreciated your email. We appreciate your, your email greatly. Absolutely. And uh, you, it's really these emails that, that keep Mike and I going, too, for sure. Just understand that. Um, so it's a very symbiotic thing that we've got going here, and I really appreciate uh, you emailing us. Well said, Steve. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Curtis. Um, This History Road comes from Anna H., and it is the Speaking Bird edition. She says, hello, you wonderful four born boys, Sound Goblin Steve and Mirthful Mike. What does that mean? Mirthful Mike. My name is Anna H., and there's- Isn't that one of the presents Jesus got? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, that's one of the three wise men. Frankincense and Mirthful Mike. (laughs) Here's a history road of how a talking cockatoo scarred this girl for life. It was an early summer noon when my mom, Leal brother, and I took a trip down to the local festival to enjoy eats, treats, and merriment with the huge array of activities before us. Humble brag. We decided to stop by the local aviary rescue table first. A few volunteers greeted us as we looked at the different braids. As we rounded the tent, one exceedingly friendly volunteer accosted us. Open... <laughs> Always. Hello, guys. Would you like to hear little Millie talk? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are they all named Millie? She gleefully asked. As a side note, despite having pet birds most of our lives, my younger brother and I find talking birds a bit creepy crawly <laughs> due to the big eye, leal eye pupil shrinkage that happens <laughs> as they talk. Yeah. It's like they swallow. I... That's what I said. That's they, like, so weird. They, like... <laughs> but it's like their pupil. <laughs> Something in the way contracts. she moves. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I have a nice part. Hi. Help me. 
Hi. 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 I'm a turkey talker. I'm a turkey talker. Are you doing? Hey, doing? The same way every time. Hey, Sure, we shouted in unison, grinning from ear to ear, turning to Millie, a giant cockatoo. She goes, can you say pretty bird, Millie? Not missing a goddamn beat, <laughs> Millie goes, I don't want to talk. <laughs> click, click, hello. Click, 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 pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's and terrifying. Then, and then she posted an image of... Uh, Julia Louise Drive is going like this <laughs> and it says laughing nervously what the fuck that's a great image good good bird her trainer responded oh, petting no. the bird seemingly unaware of the first half of her sentence frozen in absolute terror I held eye contact with Millie as she repeated I don't want to talk <laughs> pretty bird Nobody but me seemed to notice the hellish music that began playing as Millie the murderess continued talking she doesn't. She's saying she doesn't want to talk. I whispered through my teeth to my mom and brother, not breaking eye contact with Millie. Huh? My naive <laughs> mother inquired. Listen, I don't want to talk. Click, click. Pretty bird. Millie insisted. I grabbed my brother's hand and dashed away as my mother thanked the volunteer. While the rest of the afternoon was a blur, I have yet to shake the feelings of confusion, dread, and fear Millie caused years ago. From that day on, birds were made painfully aware that if they ever talked, it'd be cockatiel soup for the tortured soul. Just That's cockatiel for you. Just kidding. I love my animals with all my heart. Here's a pic of my beloved regal, sweet yet demanding 23-born BB girl, Johnny. Oh, what a cutie. You want to see, Chels? Yeah. Look at this. Of course you I gotta, You got to look over here. I wish I could. You know, I wish I could. This this cable here is I not like great. The hair. Dude, you get a free T-shirt if you teach your bird to say "Open eyes, close eyes." Oh my god, for sure, oh free hoodie. Eyes. She enjoys dive. She enjoys <laughs> dive bombing passerby's heads, soap operas, and incessantly ringing her bells when she wants people to leave the living room. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for all the pure joy you spread. Every Friday, I look forward to having a laughter included and laughter induced aneurysm and fucking up my sense of humor just a weensy bit more. Much love from Anna H. Anna H. Let your bird go. Uh, birds should not be pets. Uh, I think I speak for all your bird when I say <laughs> let. Bonus hot dog. I don't want to be your pet. I don't want to be your pet. I don't want a cage. Let me out of my cage. Let me out of my cage. Miss my family. <laughs> Miss my family. All right. Um, do you want to do another one or what do you want to do, man? That's a good. That's what good? Feeling good? Yeah, like yeah. Four. We, did an, we did an hour and <laughs> it ten. Could be. We did an hour and ten. Great, great job. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to come see me do stand up and doing it all over the place, you can get the dates on the Squarespace site, mikefalzone.com. I'm going to be in Boston with Elliot on the 17th. Uh, the following weekend, there's a Friends and Friends show. Elliot Delman and uh, Ali Makovsky will be there, and that's at the Siren Theater in Portland. Tickets are on sale on the Squarespace website, mikefalzone.com. And then the following month is April, and we're going to be in Nashville in April with Chelsea Dunaway, who promised to be there. Just like they. But uh, I, I don't know the definition so of a here's, promise. So here's, <laughs> here's the info on the Dynamic Banter Nashville show it's Friday, April 12th at the Soda Parlor in Nashville, Tennessee, and there's two shows. And I think they're both, they're both sold, sold out. out. 
Yeah. But so here's um, the info. But definitely hang out too long after the show if you didn't get in. (laughs) Come to us slowly and say hi to us from far away. Bring your bird and then let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, Chelsea, hopefully you can make it. Put in your calendar, April 12th. Okay. uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Just a jump on a plane, no big deal. And. that's it. Thank you guys so much. Thank oh, you all for there's listening. There's a DBDB, the Dead Bit, the Cemetery. Yeah. Came out on a t-shirt. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. only 50 of those, and I think a bunch of you guys saw that tweet, so I don't know how many there are left. And then watch Valley Folk stuff, and then watch Mike in the Morning every Tuesday. Thank you, Mike. And Yeah, go to dynamicbanter.clothing to check out that stuff. And, guys, I just want to say thank you to Jose Canseco. And uh, to the aliens that might be listening. And once again, I want to thank Chelsea Dunaway for being in studio, lightning, light, lightening up our morning. Mm-hmm. Thunder and lightening up our morning. Being thank a pleasant you. guest. Mm-hmm. Warm in our hearts. Mm. I think we should give Chelsea closing words. Chelsea, go ahead. Let's have you end the podcast today. And say whatever you want. Do a little guided meditation for everyone. We're going to start by breathing inside. And we want you to hold it for the count of peace. Almost. Two more. One more. You're doing great. I'm going to have you slowly let it outside. I'm going to have you hold it out. Let's think about joy. I can't. Think about joy. It's hard. Think about my aunt, whose name is Joy. I don't know her. I'm going to have you roll over to your side. You were laying down on your back. I'm sitting. Do one crunch to the side. I don't know what that means. Good for your side abs. What's a crunch? I'm going to have you lift up one leg. Not your own, someone else's. Okay. Dad? I'm going to have you say a prayer. Mike, will you a grab loud my prayer. I'm gonna have you scream a prayer, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna have you put a leg down because, it, and then sit. I'm gonna have you breathe in. Okay. And I'm gonna say. That's about it for it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It, what if the yoga instructor said, and then I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because then it's not namaste. It's like a non... And then I'm going to say... <laughs> and then I'm going to say okay, the com- end. Thank you, Chelsea. Love you very much. And we'll see you all next time in the banter. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>